Well, hello to you and welcome. My name's Ivan Barry and this is Tales from Zen. Zen Buddhism is an ancient spiritual philosophy and tradition from the East. One of the things I like about it, aside from the fact that it requires some dedication, some meditation, some study, it is also filled with insightful and humorous short stories and parables that if we choose to listen, uh, we might learn something uh, that is helpful to our lives. As usual, I'll share a short story and follow it up with a gentle meditation, which I hope will be useful. And today's story is called a painting of a chicken. So as we used to say, if you're sitting comfortably, I'll begin. There was once a powerful and rich local prince who desired to have a painting of a chicken to put on a wall in his tokonoma. Uh, if you're interested to know, a tokonoma is a recessed space in the wall of a room in which items of artistic appreciation can be placed on a shelf or displayed. And in addition, quite often, there will be an image or a statue of a Buddha. This prince one day went to see a young man, a very famous and fine artist, and he told him, I want you to paint me the best possible picture of a chicken that you can. Now, quite why he wanted a chicken, no one really knows. But there you have it. That's what he wanted. And the artist on hearing this bowed. Hi, hi, mokhiwon koreomushimasa. He said, meaning, yes, yes, master, I will certainly do this. And so very energised and filled with excitement. He went to his remote cabin high on Mount Fuji. Bringing books on bird anatomy. And many were filled with paintings by famous past masters. It was a very high standard indeed. Because of course he was determined to do the very best he could. As he'd been requested. And so he got to work. Depicting chickens in martial arts poses, chickens in Bushido poses, crashing through bamboo, bamboo walls in samurai palaces. He drew noble portraits of chickens in virtuous attitudes, sitting on thrones or reading philosophical books. He used many very special brushes in order to finely catch and detail every aspect of a chicken's life. There were wild chickens in the forests, Chickens on sunlit hilltops, chickens sitting in farms, in barns, in the bedroom, and even featuring them in scenes from famous historical battles. And so the wheel of time turned as it does, and summer turned to autumn, which turned then into winter and back to spring again. Wheels of life revolve free of the control of mere mortals, and before anyone really knew it, three years had gone by. 
But it was one day, well, at archery practice, that the prince saw a chicken running along the forest edge and it reminded him of something. Yes, that was it, his chicken painting. Jumping on his horse, he rode like the wind and up the mountain to the artist's wooden house. On arrival, he knocked loudly, but no one answered. And so he tried to open the door, but it would barely move. So he pushed even harder. There was something blocking it. And then with a mighty shoulder shove, it gave way. And he could see that there was barely room to stand or sit in this jumbled and chaotic looking place. The floor was filled with paintings and frames. The walls were covered as well. Sketches of chickens in their hundreds covered all available space and in some places they were actually stacked up to the ceiling. There were lots of chicken statues of different sizes, differing materials, varying colours, perched on windowsills, placed in the narrow walkways between all the piled up canvases and artwork. He could barely believe his eyes. There were chickens everywhere he could see as his eyes adjusted to the gloom. Everywhere he could see, there was nothing but chickens, and he began to feel angry. Carefully picking his way through it all, he spotted a sleeping figure swaddled in old paint-speckled blankets in a corner on a mat. You, wake up, he shouted, and the artist stirred and stood, eyes wide at this apparition in front of him. Where is my chicken painting? he thundered. Recognising him, slowly rubbing his eyes, the artist pulled himself together. Oh, I'm so sorry, I completely forgot. And with that, he grabbed the nearest brush, dipped it in a pot of black ink, swirled it across a piece of paper and handed it to the prince. There you go, he said. I guess it's easy to get sidetracked sometimes in our lives. Drawn into interesting areas. We start to forget some of the other parts of our experience. The passion of the artist. Fired up by a request. So internalised and immersed in his work. The original request is forgotten. And some kind of creative process simply has to take its journey. Okay, we're going to do a gentle meditation if you care to join. And it's a guided meditation designed to help us build patience. I invite you to find a comfortable position to sit in. Could be a end of a bed or a chair, sofa or even on the floor. And sitting upright and alert, bring a sense of strength and comfort to your body. And breathing steadily, drop your gaze or close your eyes. Begin to notice that with each breath there's a physical movement of your body. Take notice of the rising and falling of your belly or your chest. 
or notice the air moving in and out of your nose and your mouth. And as you breathe, your mind will most likely stay quite busy and sensations may take over in parts of your body, like the heaviness or charge of certain emotions. And through it all, just note whatever you observe, but bring your attention back to your breath. And see if you can bring a sense of ease and calm to the next few breaths. I invite you now to expand your awareness to the sensations in your body as a whole. There might be bits of discomfort, physical sense of restlessness, maybe in a rising itch. You might notice that there's a sense of physical pain in various places in your body. If something feels urgent or too painful, practice intention and make an adjustment. And this practice always allow for taking care of yourself. And without pushing yourself or causing extra pain or discomfort, see if it's possible to observe these sensations and let them go. And just practice staying patient with any discomfort in the body while staying in touch with your sense of care and self-compassion. Now expand your awareness to your thoughts. Our mind makes thoughts constantly throughout our entire life and many of those can be uncomfortable or anxiety producing and even at times overwhelming. As meditation teacher Joseph Goldstein says, we frequently get on the wrong train and ride those thoughts. So, for the next few moments, observe your thoughts, just take note of them. Thoughts of the future, thoughts of the past, rumination, discomfort. And then with a sense of resolve, focus on the next breath or two. And you can choose to continue to note thoughts and let them go, or simply shift your awareness from thoughts to feelings. Feelings and emotions are part of our moment-to-moment -moment experiences that is not fully always under our control. The art and skill of managing our emotions requires awareness of them and yet often emotions can feel like triggers. It's like we're hooked and we have to do something about it. And so for the next part of this practice See if you're able to let go of that hook. Just acknowledge your emotional state, whether you feel happy or sad, or overwhelmed or anxious, or angry or unsettled. 
maybe you can bring a sense of compassion to this part of the practice. Just remind yourself, we all struggle at times. And note any emotions that may arise when these thoughts are a trigger for this experience. And then just return to the anchor of your regular conscious breathing. And for the last few minutes of this practice, expand your awareness to taking the entirety of your experience. With each in-breath, welcome a sense of open awareness. You can say, this is how things are for me right now. And take it all in with a sense of acceptance and awareness and clarity. And with each out-breath, Offer yourself whatever wishes feel most appropriate to you in this moment. May I find strength and my resolve. May I be happy and healthy. You can find the words to capture your own wishes for yourself in this moment. And as we come to the conclusion of this practice, Take note of any tendency for your mind to leap forward into the future or back into the past or even to jump straight off your meditation seat. Just be a witness to these experiences and then come back to your breathing. And with a sense of intention and resolve, you can choose when to end this practice and then continue on with the rest of the day. Welcome back and thank you for listening. I'll be back soon with another Zen story and a short meditation. I wish you well, but until then, goodbye for now.